0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. But it's not the Colin Mitchell you're used to, folks. It's Colin Mitchell with bad internet.
1: I don't even have bad... What I don't understand is that it's it's fine on my end. (laughs) It's fine. I'm having the internet speeds are good. I have a bunch of stuff open. I have my work open. It's not disconnecting, so I don't know, man.
0: We'll 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 blame Streamyard. There's a part of me that's like, what if I'm making a big deal of this and it just comes out and it's perfectly fine?
1: No, we we make a big deal of it because
0: I gave we made it a big deal for you. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I don't know. It's not looking good for you, Colin. It's not looking good. So, but we can hear you, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. At least they can see
1: my the stills of my sweater.
0: Yeah, there you go. We see your sweater. Maybe that's why the internet's messing up. There's too many. Too many you know, zigzags. Yeah, zigzags. It's interrupting the signal. You saw the the internet saw you and they're like, we can't let this be on online. So
1: mm. there you go. Um well, how was your Christmas? It's great. Uh, my birthday was great too, Bruni. Thank you for Oh yeah, me. you had your birthday yeah, December twenty fourth. Yeah. It was great. Uh, it was it was really <laughs> it was it was it was it was great.
0: How was your Christmas, Bruni? Uh it was fantastic. Uh Went San Antonio, i mm. uh, got a got a ticket on the way up to to visit you. Oh, I thought um, you I was gonna say you got another one that would no. just... however last night I'm driving home from the LSU men's basketball game mm-hmm. and there's like this dark patch, like a little curve, and as you know, as I'm coming around it, I see the cops sitting there and I'm like and it's like one of those things where I'm like Please I don't think. I don't think I was going too fast, but I don't know what the speed limit is. And I don't know how fast I was going, but it didn't feel like I was going very fast. Mm -hmm. And then, so I go, and then all of a sudden his lights turn on, and he pulls out and goes the other way and gets somebody going the opposite way. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, bro, I've been so crazy. I've been trying to be so careful over the past week, not careful enough. I thought I was gonna get got again. I was just gonna start crying. I think that's what I haven't tried yet to get a warning or get let off. Like I just haven't started bawling. Oh man, that's funny. If it ever happens, then
1: you'll know I'm desperate.
0: Um speaking of desperate Colin, North Texas basketball. Yeah. Um there's a lot to unpack here. Uh for those listening, maybe we didn't watch the game. North Texas loses to FAU fifty to forty six, and um, for even more context into this game, this was a this is a very very big game. Okay, everybody needs to understand the significance of this game. Okay, um, FAU entered the game. I believe I'm not gonna speculate on the the, the net. They're very high in the net rating. North Texas was forty two in the net ranking, um, and Ken Palm FAU was thirty six. North Texas. I think this is after this game. So after this game, now North Texas dropped down to 58, um, but coming in they were 54th. So it's a pretty much a game between two top 50 teams in the country. Okay. Um, on the broadcast, they said this was only the second time that Super SuperPits ever had top 50 matchup before. I oh, believe wow. it. Um, sounds like something that'd be true. It would definitely had the rankings and the metrics and the all that stuff going and everything going for it. Yes, of this of it being a very significant game. And North Texas ends up losing 50 to 46. We'll unpack how how it happened and our thoughts from it and everything like that. But um just from a big picture perspective, it's the second game of conference. You know, it's not ultimately going to it's not gonna derail the season. You know, they if they win out the rest of the way, or if they only lose two other games the rest of the conference, then I think they'll be fine, you know. But It is was a chance that a resume went, and they did not pass that test. So, Colin, where do you want to start when we unpack
1: this game? Uh, I think what, the what the, the biggest thing is over the last eight minutes of the game, FAU had a fifteen to two run, which yeah. is just awful. Because I thought I was I like I got up to make some nachos. I thought the game was over like five minutes left i was like oh it's fine they're gonna close it out fau can't hit shots north texas will get a couple more it'll be all right i come back sit down there's like two and a half minutes left i go what is happening and it just same thing over and over again you have tyler come down heave some shots up you got kai that misses a wing three uh jaden martinez i think in the on the left corner missed a three it was contested though ruben jones misses I don't even understand how you can miss a three throw in that type of situation like that, especially with it being Ruben. Like I don't even know what his career is, but it's not bad. No career free throw percentage. He's a good free throw shooter. And that was just the epitome of the whole game. Listen, you, you're you not, would you say coming into the season or after the Southern Nazarene game when we were, okay. involved, when we were panicking? No, 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 okay, no, okay. no. no it's nothing bad. This, no, team no, cannot, this team cannot win if they don't make threes. They were three to 22 From the three point line today. And they were handed three of 23 from FAU today. And the only three that counted for that mattered for FAU was one right after you said, Oh, uh, well, I forgot his name already. Uh, Michael Forrest. Yeah, Forrest got it in him. And then he comes down, hits it. And I was like, They had a two point lead. And I was like, That's game. And it was game. You had so many open shots today. You had Kai with a couple. You had Ru- uh, Ruben, I don't think, had one. Uh, you had Matthew Stone with one. Oh, Ruben had th- three threes. So let me just go on the list. Aaron Scott, 0-2. Tyree Edie 2 Kai Huntsbury, 4 Ruben Jones, 3 Matthew Stone, one And then Jaden Martinez, 1-4. And I just want to cap this, the end of this off with, you have th- two of those guys were transfers that were prominent on the teams they used to play for. Kai Huntsbury, obviously, from University of Mary. Then Tyre Eady from North Dakota State. Kion Sperry shot 41% from three last year on almost six attempts per game. Almost six attempts per game. Now he was shooting just over two and a half per game, and he's shooting 22%. Tyree Eady, last year at North Dakota State, shot 37% from three, albeit just averaging just under three, but he's, he's averaging 24% this year. What? What is, what is happening? Jaden Martinez, if we even want to go even deeper, at New Hampshire, he shot 41% from three on almost five attempts. Now he's shooting only three attempts, and he's making 36% of them. Everyone is regressed to where we're not just – there's no shots being made anywhere, nobody, at all. And it's the most infuriating thing I've ever watched, Ever. Sorry, okay, I'm done. No, you're
0: good. Ruben Jones is three of twenty-two from three as well this year. You yeah, throw I, didn't
1: that. Look him I was. I was talking about new new guys coming in. I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to.
0: I remember when Ruben was a freshman, he shot forty percent from three. Just remember that. Now he's a junior. Um, you brought the Southern Nazarene game, and I think you hit on a really good point, but it wasn't even the point I was going to hit on.
1: Oh, I I, brought it up specifically because that's when you said this team is not going to win games if they can't threes. But, anyways, continue. That podcast, that podcast, great podcast, was, was gold. That podcast was, that
0: was an elite podcast. Like, that was our Luka Doncic putting up 60, 20, and 10.
1: No, I feel like we've had good, better podcasts before. We've had better podcasts. I mean, it was just a Southern Nazarene game. I know, we were, but still, we were just upset. That's all it was. I mean, the Mavericks were playing who in that game? Like, you know, just... yeah, but the Maver. But think about this: we're on top, right? The Mavericks aren't, so it's big. Every game's a big game for them. Was we look? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look, I found myself thinking about
0: the Southern Nazarene game over the past 15 minutes as Colin tried to get his Wi-Fi to work. Okay, um, and the podcast that we did after that, because you remember when I went through the lineup and I was like x zero points y zero points z, z zero points all right let's do it for this game
1: i'm super aaron excited. scott
0: yep 23 minutes zero points tyree, give,
1: give him how many attempts they, they they had overall as well
0: yeah aaron scott zero for two zero points tyree Edy 20 minutes zero for three zero points um matthew stone 27 minutes zero for one zero points Jaden Martinez, 18 minutes, one of four, three points. Kai Huntsbury, 29 minutes, two of 10, 4 points. And um, yeah, Mule Susoko played one minute for zero points. But you get the picture. It's it I, I we was I received um playful, you know, banter since that podcast of, of when I said my panic rating was an eight. Yeah that game, remember? And um after I said it, I was like, look. They're going to be fine. They're going to do great in conference play. They're going to do all these things. But the standard that we hold them to is to win a conference championship, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we've always held them to. And for that reason, that's why my panic rating was an eight. Now they go through non-conference play. They look fine for the most part. You know, throw out the St. Mary's game. They beat everybody except UNC-Wilmington. They blow out UTSA. We're like, okay, it's it's all peachy. It's all good. They still weren't making shots, and they were still playing guys that can't score or not. Like you said, these guys could score, but they can't score anymore.
1: <laughs> they can't isn't, that score the, anymore. isn't that the – wait, just, just, just listen, listen to that. I just named off three guys, and you know, I would say that Kai, Kai and Jaden played for probably significantly worse teams than North Texas. Yes. North Dakota State was pretty good. Yeah, But I named off three guys who came in – and they just can't score anymore. they just, they just seeded. seated to score. Nothing. Nothing. Tyree, like we said last time, was averaging 10 points a game last year.
0: Zero. Zero. Aaron Scott, I predicted him to take a pretty big step forward this year. Zero points. Zero. And it's not even – I mean, obviously, like, we look at it and be like, oh, you know, they don't need to score. They play great defense. Of course, they play great defense. At the end of the day, you're not going to win games scoring 46 points. You're not. The La Tech last year, you scored 38 points or whatever it was. You're not gonna win that game. And that's why the entire offseason, the entire non conference season was about what? It was about their offense. Yep. It was about figuring out the offense. And now we sit here one game out. And I'll we'll get into why this game was so important and why we're we're upset at it, outside of us just being fans at this point. But we'll get into that later. But just from a personnel perspective and a what this team is perspective. This is the same team that played Southern Nazarene, even though they didn't have Ruben and Tyler. It's the yeah. same team. Like those yeah. guys are what they are at this point. Everybody is what they kind of is what it is. And as much as I want it to change, that's what North Texas is right now. And it, it, it is concerning to a degree because you don't have JV on Hamlet, Zachary Simmons, James Reese, Mo Gibson, these guys, Roosevelt Smart 2018 or 2017 form where he's going to come in and just jack threes and hit. Like, you don't have those guys anymore. And with that being said, last year, I didn't think they had those guys. But you had J.J. and Thomas. And this team, as much as I like Tyree Edie and I like Matthew Stone, and like I think those two are probably the replacements for those two in a way, they're not them. They're not, and it's hard to be them because you can only be so good when you're not scoring the basketball. That's yeah. the bottom line. You can only be so good when you're not scoring the basketball when you're playing basketball. So, um, that's that's my main thing uh, with this team is that yeah, you can make fun of us for the Southern Nazarene podcast for freaking out over that win, but th- what we said two months ago has clearly, yeah, not changed. Like what we said two months ago is right. And it shows in
1: this game over the last eight minutes. Here's the biggest thing for me is I said one had to, had to bend and the other one had to break for North Texas or, you know, which one FAU going to score or is Texas going to defense going to do its thing? FAU played into North Texas's hand the whole game. I mean, up until the last minute, I mean, they only put up how many points, 50 points. Yeah. 50 points. The issue here wasn't, who broke it was the fact that north texas couldn't overcome its own like north texas outplayed themselves in terms of not scoring the basketball because fau only put up 50 points like i said uh, 323 from three they are were not putting up points they clearly looked rattled with like six or seven minutes left in the game all you had to do was put it away that was it it was your game to lose and that that's the part that i think is the most frustrating to me because this conference is going to be a lot harder. You have teams like UAB. UTEP just pushed them to double overtime. Western just lost to Rice. You have a good you – know, Rice is really good. They put uh, almost – I think, did they take Texas to overtime? Or did they almost yeah, get overtime? To took them to yeah. overtime. Yeah. You're not going to have games uh, yeah. against teams that are not used to being in those situations. And that showed tonight. Like, North Texas, obviously, the last three years has shown that they will play the hardest over any team. And they showed that tonight. But that's not always going to get you the win now. Because it did it, it didn't tonight. I mean the last year you could get away with having to throw Tyler out there and then he makes a hero shot. Well he cramped up tonight and then what did you have? You had you had absolutely nothing. You had to make a free throw at one end, and then it seemed insurmountable once it was missed. Yeah. So that that's why it's why it hurts for me. Not just because they lost a game, because the game's a game. There was a stand in the broadcast, they haven't won their first two opening games since twenty eighteen or something like that. The fact is is that they're not playing Southern Miss. They're not playing uh, name another team F- left like
0: there's only two bad teams in this conference right out of exactly
1: line. exactly
0: there's two that's it and so um they play everybody twice so you have those two games but everybody else is going to be a challenging game and I, that's not even why this game means a lot and i i still want to put down the background i still want to get to that later um tyler perry 19 points abu 12 points Felt like Abu had more than 12 points, felt like he was um, doing even more. But as a team, they only scored 46, so I guess he right. can't score too much more. Um, Ruben had eight points, including the one where he batted in with the back of his hand that was crazy. Somehow, uh, he did that, but it's just it, it it's perplexing to me how last year's team was the slowest offense in the country and it made sense. And now this year we're sitting here and it's the slowest offense in the country, despite the head coach wanting to play faster, despite having more offensive talent than last year. Like how have we gotten to this point? Yeah. It feels like we're on a default setting here with North Texas. And last year kind of put us in that position to where, okay, we're just going to play really conservatively and just win the game at all costs, you know, just, Buckle down fight, JJ and Thomas will end up punching somebody's tooth out and we'll win the game because they dove for a loose ball and we come up
1: with an entire hits a three. Like that's what last year was. Yeah. It's like you don't have to live like this anymore. Well, let's also be clear if they were winning games inefficient from the field, I wouldn't care if they played this way.
0: Exactly. But yeah. they're also playing slow because they're scared of their offense. And I'm saying they shouldn't be scared of their offense with this personnel. That was the whole thing coming into the right. You have this personnel. You have these guys. You have Ruben, Kai, Tyler as your backcourt that should be able to run a little bit more. You have Aaron Scott and Jaden Martinez who can play a four or five that can give you a little bit of flexibility at times. Um, Edie, like I said, was averaging 10 points a game last year. Um there's just there were so many signs of us to say that this was going to be a different team than last year. And now it feels like they're trying to recreate last year without last year's personnel. Right. With but have yet somehow they have better offensive personnel, in my opinion. So it's um it's a really perplexing situation. And I know we're going to get some – I guess some people will probably say, you know, they were – what, if Ruben makes those free throws, maybe they're going to overtime. Maybe That's they have a chance that, of winning well, the, game. The,
1: the game. The game was lost after Forrest hit that three. What do you tell me uh, – you texted me. Any North Texas two-point lead – or sorry, every points it's a two. Double point lead.
0: every lead, in right. North right? It's
1: Mexico. the same way the other way. Yes, it's the same way the other way. The second that was hit, I said it's over. They're not scoring again, because they hadn't. Yeah. So and and that's that's the worst part is every lead looks insurmountable no matter how much it is. Like I was worried. I was worried up until they finally got that eight point lead. Worried the whole entire time, and then you know, we saw what happened.
0: Yeah, and uh, just to kind of wrap up this offensive conversation here. Uh, They are currently 330th in the country in effective field goal percentage. 293rd in the country from three, 318th from two. Um, The only reason that their offense is any good is because they don't turn the ball over and they offensive rebound at a very high rate. So, um, And obviously those numbers are kind of bogged down with the St. Mary's games and the St. Southern Nazarene games, sure. Um, But like I said before, you could tell watching the Southern Nazarene game and the St. Mary's games and those games early in the season that something wasn't right. Yeah, it wasn't right. So um, real quickly, I do want to talk about why this game matters so much and why it might sound like we're hitting the panic button on this team. Okay, right. North Texas was in a if they win this game, North Texas was in a great spot to fight for an at large bid. Yes, just to fight in a great spot. All right. Now, obviously there's a lot of conference left. There's nine, there's eighteen more conference games left. All right. that's not I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But if you win this game, and let's just throw out a number, let's say they go 17 to 3 in conference, and they make it to the championship game, the conference championship, and lose to UAB or FAU. Right. This type of win is a significant resume boost because it's your best win of the year by far like right like you'll have uab later on let's say they split with them um you know but if these are the type of games you have to kind of win if you really want to be taking it seriously as a at-large bid especially when you had it especially when you have it and you just don't score for eight minutes so that's why it's so disappointing that's why it might sound like we're going crazy on here but this game it just matters just like the southern nazarene game if they lost that game boom tear it up the bracket you're not going all right it's done um this game, if you win the game, it has the opposite effect. You're in a, the driver's seat to a degree as far as mid-majors goes. You're The metrics, the net rating, the Kempom, all of that stuff, you'll be in the top 50 in the country and continuing yeah. to rise as you beat, let's say you beat FIU Western, Middle, La Tech as your next four games. You're climbing up into the top 45. Yep. This game drops you back a decent amount. And you have to hope FAU continues to win because then you start relying on other people to win games for you. And that's never a situation you want to be in. So that's why um, I'm really... Disappointed is a strong word. But I think disappointed is the right word. I'm disappointed they couldn't get this game. Yeah. Because it felt kind of predictable. And I was hoping I was wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was the the, up until... They finally ended up hitting some shots. I was like, okay, this does not look good. This is really bad. They oh, hit the, the shots. Team. I was, like, they, I was like,
0: I was just like, no, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Um, I was waiting on FAU to make a shot. Like, honestly. Right. No, like, North Tech's defense is awesome. It's great. It's fantastic. It is elite. At the end of the day, I thought FAU had a lot of shots that they could have made throughout the entire game. And then, all of a sudden, they just started making shots. And then, Tyler Perry cramps. And they hit a three, and like you said, they can't recover from it.
1: Yeah, well, and, and, and it's it's uncharacteristic of of this team also to to give away Lee once you have it. Like once the game is in their hands, in the past they've always finished it out. Um, I I can't think of a big game off the top of my head that 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 they haven't. And that's that's the main issue here because where are you going to find that from? Because obviously right now it's not going to be scoring. And you know the schedule we talked about this last week. The schedule is not good coming up. Like uh, you have Western in two games, right?
0: Yeah, uh, FIU, West- Western, Middle, La Tech are your next four. Yep, and then FAU and then right FAU, after La Tech. And at this time FAU on the road. That's another reason. These are these are home games. You conference. If you look across the country, um, I, I'll speak for the SEC because that's what I watched last night. But like, I was I was there in here in Baton Rouge. LSU took on the number nine team in the country. And I thought LSU was going to get smoked. They end up beating them. Why? Because mm-hmm. they're playing at home. Just you don't lose home games in conference play. You can't. And so um, I don't have anything else. Do you?
1: No. No, no. Uh,
0: last thing I'll say is I think this team will be fine.
1: Yes. I don't, yeah, I, I don't want to – I don't think they're going to be like – Like I think they're going to the win pack. the next four games. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be middle of the pack or at all they're going to be a top team in conference usa it's like you said you're holding them to a standard and what we expected them to be based on what they've done in the off season and that's just not coming to fruition at the moment yeah yeah so you add that
0: with the at large side of things and then the fact that i don't know how much it can change over the next month right like i don't how much different can this team look in a yeah. month like there's a lot of teams in the country if you watch them you're like oh i could see where the progression could come from i can see it M- matthew stone's not shooting more than one time in a game <laughs> he's not tyree edie doesn't i mean maybe tyree edie figures something out and may- starts making shots i don't know maybe ruben starts making shots i don't know uh it would be great if this team could make shots because that's what basketball is and that's what they did last year because that's the biggest i'm, I'm just repeating myself this we're just, yeah
1: we're just going in circles it's
0: just that's the difference. Last, you look at three point percentage over the last few years, right? Let me just read it off real quickly. 2020, 17th in the country in three point percentage, 37.5%. Um, 2021, 36th in the country in three point percentage. Last year, 59th in the country, in three point percentage. This year, 294th in three points. Yeah. Percentage. Yep. Basketball is an easy game, Colin. You know that. When we play basketball.
1: Yeah, because I hit so many threes. Exactly,
0: they need you out there. I'm not a you're, no. you're Tyree, man. Are many, you Tyree Edie, man. If
1: you if you if you had as many open threes tonight, you make one of them. Come on, Colin. Bernie works on his game harder than Come any non professional or college player I've ever seen in my life. This dude just be out in the gym, just shooting for hours sometimes.
0: I say, I say that knowing that I did not shoot when I was well, I did shoot once when I was in San Antonio, so slacked a little bit there but hey, the i just you know you're not you're not a, you're not a pro
1: is. you know you're not you a pro know
0: you know how it is but yeah, i'm just saying who you could
1: you got any eligibility you could no. you could you could be you could be dj draper i'm except, just except saying i i'm just as
0: shocked as... that kai is broke i texted you this yeah i don't know how it. how it how hurts. that happened it hurts me like we were literally told like we 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 kept hearing, Kai Huntsbury could be the best player on this team. Like Kai Huntsbury is leg- like could legitimately lead this team to scoring. And now in the biggest game of the season, we're here two months later. Kai Huntsbury four points, two attempts shooting over four from three, not a free throw attempt, um, one turnover, zero assists. That's it. Whoa. That's it. All right. Again, again, they're gonna be fine. They're going to be fine. Uh, they'll win these games. They should win these next four games, I think, pretty not comfortably. Middle really good. And that's a road game. That middle game will be interesting. Western's always tough too, even though Western's up and down. Uh, so you got that Western middle stretch. I won't panic too much if they drop one of those, maybe. I don't. Depends no. on how it
1: happens. It depends I don't know, on man. They got,
0: they got to win. You've already you dropped one game. That's that you true. shouldn't have dropped. It's true. So now the margin for error is dipped a little bit because you, if they lose one of those two games, and then they go and lose to FAU on the road, which is very, you know, possible. What are you they three and UAB. three?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's
0: not that's not okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. And again, maybe we just, I, I, we hold them to the standard of winning championships, regular and postseason. Regular season to me means a lot more than postseason, even though postseason gets you in the tournament. Um, but we'll see what they do, we'll see where they go from here. Uh, we appreciate y'all for joining us. Um, sorry for well, Colin's wife actually got better as the podcast went on, but I'm sorry for his sweater
1: that you all had to see that, yeah, and the hat combo. Honest, that's that's that maybe the egregious part of this whole thing is that I decided to put this on. I'm wearing NBA joggers, like, this is. This is a degenerates outfit for sure.
0: Wow, for sure. Yeah, that is that is a good one. Um, I have a Jason Williams shirt jersey on that I've had for at least four years. Jersey, jersey. Shout out the jersey. But yeah, that's all we got for y'all today. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Hope y'all have a great New Year. Don't think we'll be talking to y'all before that. But I hope y'all have a good New, Year, great New Year, and uh, hope y'all had a great Christmas and Happy Holidays and all that good stuff. Leave us a like in the, uh, comment in the. Are you below. okay? No, I can't speak. I'm sorry. Uh, comment below, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. We appreciate you all for joining us, and
1: we will talk to y'all later. Man, you butchered that. That was. Did you have like a stroke or something? Like what happened? <laughs> you
0: like couldn't speak when you, when you do enough podcasts, Colin. You you it's not perfect. All right. I don't even have my contacts on. It. I was this was a this was a throw it together type game. I mean, you see what I'm wearing right now, Bruni? You look like you just got done coming from like a
1: rave or something. Yeah, this is this is kind of you should go to a rave. I'm never going to a rave.